So in the Christian tradition, you know, this is something alive. It's not something that when we have forgotten that so. I just wanted to recapitulate what exactly we are going to do in the practice of meditation. Some points to bear in mind in practice of meditation. After reading and listening about meditation, one has to set about developing a method suited to meet one's own requirements. Now, one cannot give simply rules, all the detailed rules, it's possible. It's just not possible. You know, often people ask, don't you have any printed literature so that we take it? Because each individual requirement is so different, you simply cannot give one set, printed set and set a habit. It's not possible. So each one collects all such available literature, read it, and see what is what you need. So you may select some things from one source and something from another source, no harm at all. You know, sometimes they are told, look here, you will all stick to this or you go to hell. And they say, better, I don't want, I have enough hell already, I don't want it. <laughs> That's how you know people live. So people hold on to these even teachings they put forth, huh, as if they are, um, what shall I say, uh, they have uh, kind of uh, rights over it, you know. So nobody else can take away a bit of it. And use God's name, oh, good God has given all this to you. Why do you want to hold it back? Let everybody have it as they like. But what to do? People have all sorts. You know, commercialism comes even in religion. That's the whole trouble. So one can read wide reading and collect the, your best and keep it. What is suited for you, you select out of it. So it takes a lot of time to attain any measure of success. Maybe a lifetime, but don't bother about it. Because you have turned your face in the right direction and start going, that's all. To begin with, it's a little effort, but when you continue to do it, it becomes something natural. Then, make some kind of regular habit of doing it. Now, much of our life is habit. So, make a habit of doing it. Even duration of time and the whatever time you fix, all that let it be to meet your convenience. Simply telling you do it at the time of dawn and dusk and living in this civilization, even in India these days perhaps it's not possible. Set a place for practice of meditation and use certain amount of ritual in relation to it, whatever has an appeal to you, like lighting a lamp and incense, a flower, things like that. Well, that only helps to create a little atmosphere. And length of time, again your own convenience has to be seen because so many other things have to be done. Anywhere 15 minutes to half an hour is a reasonable time one can keep aside for it. Symbols, whatever symbols inspire that faith in you, try to use them. And in how do I spend this half an hour? See, half an hour you can have a little music which helps you to put it in the proper frame of mind. Then practice of a little pranayama and then repetition of a japa. Even you can read a passage from a book which has a spiritual significance for you before you start. So pray to him, adopting any mantra you like, start doing it 
then you will find someone who will help you in that also, if you are honest. And so for the pasture is concerned, sit in a comfortable pasture, don't make too comfortable, that's all as you sleep, <laughs> and try to practice it. Now, finally often, you know, mind intellectual as it is, it's asked the question, how do I know? My experience are not simply a kind of illusion, or I'm just uh, kind of a process of self-hypnotization. How do I know that? You know, naturally a doubt comes into our mind. Even if something really happens also, what is all this nonsense? You see, I think I'm cracking up. <laughs> that kind of doubt comes. But you see, when you are doing it, you keep your mind clear. Think over the whole thing with an open mind. Just because we have become devotees or trying to practice spiritual life, doesn't mean we must become fools. Evaluate it and see whether my experiences, whatever is happening to me, does it agree with the tradition, spiritual traditions of the world? One or the other is good enough. Or does it contradict any kind of scientific knowledge? Because this spiritual experience is something that cannot contradict any spiritual scientific knowledge. That's also a kind of knowledge, but our experience, science may not be able to catch it, that's all. But it doesn't contradict it in any way. And finally, I feel, by its effect upon you, you will know it by, your, by the fruit, you know what it is. See, the effect upon our inner life is the thing that we can judge ourselves, not anybody else from outside. Say, inner peace. Human relationships. Social responsibility. Are we well integrated with all this? Are we happy and relaxed? Are we more thoughtful than what we were before? Have this sense of I and mine, the egoistic sense, has it become less? Have we become more unselfish? easier to get along with. Do you live in peace and harmony with people around you? Do you inspire others also to do the same? So answer these questions for yourself. Also we must see how we are able to face the burdens of life. Are we able to face them with a smile? Can we be calm in the face of provocations? Certainly we cannot avoid provocations in life. We cannot remedy all the ills of this world. But we can sympathize and do what we can to help and keep peace. Above all, if the experience is real, we just know it. We just feel that's the right thing. You don't need to. It just clicks, you see. We understand it. So the consequences of practice of meditation on life will be peace of mind. And you just feel the power of the Spirit within you. It gives you strength by deepening 
enabling and widening your horizons. It fills our life with joy, the joy of communing with our own higher self, the real self. This is the test. 